getting it raised in the back. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, take that temperature back. Yeah, there it is. All right, in three seconds, and we're going to start, okay? What's up, everybody? It is your girl, Wanda White, and welcome to another edition of This, this is, is Where I Stand. stand. We've been having so much fun with our friends. This is a real show with real people talking about real life. And we have some amazing people that's here, some really good friends of mine, and um, they are comedians. Some people we have on here come from different walks of life, their own businesses. Some are comedians, some are actors, actresses, activists, teachers, music business, business, friends of his. But these are two comedians, and they are very close to my heart. So right next to me is my brother from another mother. I love him. He books me on stuff. I book him on stuff. We work together, collaborate. And uh, we even talk sometimes that when it doesn't have to do with comedy, that's when you know it's real. When you somebody check on you and be like, how you doing? You know what I mean? So I love that. He's a professional. He books a lot of his own shows. He's a producer, uh, bona fide headliner. And uh, he's just he's just hot out here in these streets. So give it up to Mike Cano. Woohoo! Thank you, guys. Yeah. Absolute pleasure to be here. It's an honor. Thing. Oh, man. We're going to have fun today. Okay. And next to him, I love this dude. I loved him from day one. He's fly. He's chocolate. He's sexy lady. But not only is he all that, he is really a good dude. You know what I'm saying? They just don't make him like this anymore. The dude is is fly from head to toe. He stay dressed to death. He kills these stages. You understand? You know what a standing O is, okay? Well, guess what he do, okay? He know what it is, cause he get him a lot. He's at a level that is just he's just on fire out here in these streets. He tours all over the country. He works all the major comedy clubs. He also produces his own shows. He's a comedian, an actor, a chameleon. He can do a lot of things, accents and characters and things. I've Put him in positions, and the dude surprised me. You understand? So y'all give it up for my brother, Brandon Wiley. Now, um, y'all know what it is. This your girl Edwanda, and thank you for being at the show. And then I have to introduce my super producer, that who boy. is also my son, my you know seed. It. Y'all give it up for who now? Noble one. Hey, Noble hey, one is up What's in up? the building. With me, you know what I'm saying? Now, you guys, this show is different than any other show. It's not like a normal podcast where we talk about, you know, celebrities or what happened in the news and stuff. That okay, we're going to take you on a ride and bounce you around a little bit. Y'all ready to take this ride? Yeah, <laughs> they, they got a seatbelt on. You got that seatbelt on, you know what I'm saying? All right, so the first segment that we do is called Where Do You Stand? Because a lot stand? of people don't stand on nothing. They okay. they wishy-washy, you know what I mean? Yeah. You tell them something, you say, is it right, is it wrong? Well, it's kind of right, it's kind of wrong. That's no, it ain't no kind of nothing. Is it right, no, is it wrong? No, we stand on it. We stand on it. I try to be kissing. It ain't no, it ain't no, it ain't no gray area. Is it good or is it bad? Well, it's kind of good and kind of bad. No. Yeah, no. Where do you stand? Is it good or is it bad? I don't like the wishy-washy people who don't stand on nothing. They want to play the middle. We ain't doing that. Either. I want to make them both happy. You, yeah, well, you can't do that. Not okay? today. So we're going to open up. I'm half Malcolm X, half Eddie Kane Jr., so shit. We're going to open up. 
funky. We're going to open up today, and we're going to go on and start it off right off, and we're going to make you say it. Yeah, All right. Where do you stand, Brandon? Where do you stand? Where do you stand? Okay. Talk to me, man. LeBron okay. is better than Michael Jordan. Where do you stand? Mm. Mm. Yeah, I stand over there while Michael Jordan at, because uh, <laughs> ain't no motherfucking way LeBron James is better than a Michael Jordan. Not Michael better than Jordan, Michael Jordan? Ooh. Michael Jordan stuck with his Ooh. team. He led the Bulls, man, mm. and snatched six rings out that bitch. LeBron James skipped around like he was playing hopscotch on these hoes. Yeah, you know he barely got rings every time he was doing his skipping. So, and then Mike, as a man, understood this shit is receding. Let me go ball. He made ball sexy. LeBron is holding on to this shit on top of his head, man, <laughs> like Project Carter. And that, as a man, is unacceptable. But what so does his hairline got to do I'm with his game, though? Because if you ain't got enough confidence in yourself. And enough worthal and enough tenacity <laughs> and okay. enough common sense to say, hey, man, that shit don't look right. Cut that off. Cut that shit off. <laughs> you can't make a grown man decision to say, you know what? Have me the razor blade. I'm not going to lie. A couple times I've seen him recently, his shit look fly, though. Yeah, when you spray paint the nigga. But let me tell you. <laughs> that he spray painted it in the eye. Catch him in them practice games and them press conferences. Been done sweating it out. And that nigga be up there with that sunroof top. Digging in the with the gangsta lane. Mike Cannon, so what is it? Where do you stand? You hit him with the Bosley Come on now. That's messed up. How you feel about it? LeBron is better than. If I have to choose, I'm going to choose Jordan as well. I'm going to tell you why. Because Jordan has already passed the test of time. Jordan was so bold. He used to go out there, not just shoes. We all know the shoes, yeah. but the undies. He used to let little Jordan hang out. Do you guys remember those? He's out playing, talking about wearing these undies. You don't remember? Jordan was a spokesperson for an underwear commercial. You don't remember that? When it hangs? Yeah. He had the shirts and everything. I thought he had the little collar shirts. Jordan came out with taglets. Right. I got a little hairy back there. That stuff used to get on my nerves. Right. Used to tear it off, cause a hole, but Jordan... Came out with the tag list. He got the hands, the dun dun duns Little men like me like to show it. My little Jordan. I think he, uh, I think he can stand the test of time. If you're going to make me choose, I'm going to choose Jordan. He's iconic forever. Because you know why? Because Jordan never had to prove he was better than anybody. LeBron's trying his hardest to prove he's better than Jordan. That part right there. All right. So we see where he stands. He stands with Jordan. I'm standing we on the side of LeBron. He stands. But LeBron, if you see this, I still love you. Don't I'm standing with you, LeBron. He's standing with Jordan. I'm standing with and listen, LeBron. My favorite basketball player is not Michael Jordan. My no, favorite no. basketball player Magic is Magic Johnson. Come on. But the greatest of all time right now is Jordan. Now, will LeBron get there and probably be the best? Probably. Only reason Michael probably. is still the greatest of all time right now is because Magic Johnson was hanging out with Eze. e that's the only goddamn wow, reason. Wow, that's the only reason, huh? That nigga would have been going See? to them parties and throwing dick left and oh, right. Oh, wow. Hey, let's keep it G. He would have hey, got, got in that situation. You see? And he would still be in the league being the greatest of all time. I love Magic. That's my favorite. I don't know about that, all that, that other stuff. Right there. Magic Johnson with Space Jam would have been crazy. Bro, okay, listen. He got ten times more personality. Magic is a showman. Him. Yep. 
Like they had yeah. to go with Mike because he was. Yeah, he now. was great. He, he still is name. great. Best but, but, but in terms of accolades and MVPs and all the little stuff, you know what I'm saying? Rings and different little things all together. Two, three piece. You know what I'm saying? I watch basketball. Other than so rings, I know LeBron the guy. got it. So okay, but I'm saying when he does. He, you know, he still got time. He's been in the league 20 years. Who that? So, LeBron. LeBron. So, he got time. He's going to wait for Bronny to come up or whatever, and then he's going to retire. So, he got a little time to do a little something where people might speak his name and say, all right, he done passed him. You I'm know what I mean? Yes, I'm going to be quiet. But not uh, right now. Go ahead. Back in the day when them cats was playing, when Magic and, and Jordan was playing, them niggas played ball. Yeah. You could get hurt playing ball. In today's game, these niggas is suck. They sissified. You can't touch nobody. It's a difference. So you can never compare them. LeBron would have so many injuries back then. If he oh, played. yeah. Most definitely. He would not be even noticeable. Mm-hmm. He'd be No, nah, I don't know about that. The, I don't know about that. He still would have been. Let that nigga run to the hole and, uh, nigga, X-Man, uh, uh, Xavier <laughs> Daniels down there and yeah. he elbow him in his mouth. Dennis Rodman. Yeah. He done. He done. <laughs> he done. Yeah. I just, I'm team, I'm team Jordan for so many reasons. But this youngster right here. LeBron. You solved the debate for us. Mm-hmm. That I'm trying to tell this youngster that he better respect the game. I respect the game. And quit talking about LeBron. Well, he ain't listen, there listen, yet. I'm a, I'm he a could be the best in the league no, right now. No, but I'm a numbers guy. I'm, I'm, I'm well, just LeBron, talking about numbers. Jordan would play two rounds of golf. Drink like crazy, smoke, get cigars. high, smoke cigars, and then go play a game no, and put up 40. No, I'm not saying he didn't do that. That's amazing, uh-huh. right? Kobe with the 81. We can bring Kobe in this conversation, right. too. But what I'm saying is, if you look at the body of work, like, if we had a blind resume he, of he's Michael Jordan us right now, the body. Or he's LeBron. like an ugly chick, but look at the body. Look at the ugly body. body. Her, forget about her face, but look at the body. No, that's what I hear. No, no, mm-hmm. look at the whole body of work. So look at his resume, right? Right. So when LeBron, say if LeBron was a regular cat, right, and he had that body of work from all these different jobs because he went to all them different teams. Mm-hmm. And then this cat come in, and he's been with uh, his job for 16 years. Mm-hmm. On the same we, job. Same job, and he has all these accolades. Mm-hmm. Then LeBron come in, and he got all this resume with six different jobs, mm-hmm. but he got accolades. And, he got accolades everywhere. Uh-huh. I'm looking at the loyalty. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to go with my cat right here all day long. So loyalty, so loyalty makes you a better player? Loyalty may not only makes you a better player, it makes you a better man. Ooh. I, now, okay. In I can agree face. with that. I can agree with the character. And the fights. But we talk about <laughs> basketball. Well, right. Even your loyalty to your team, man, it's going to make you go harder. Big dog, I'm not going to. Okay, we had a losing season. So we're going to flip-flop next season. And get them three over there, and no, then we're going to win the championship. What? I'm going to go with these same niggas that lost last year, and I'm going to sit with them, and I'm going to say, listen, ain't no way we ain't walking out this motherfucker with a range. Michael Jordan was switching up his pieces, too. Listen, That's how they got Ron is great, yeah, and I love him. Yeah. Yeah. I love LeBron, right. but he's not better That's, than Jordan. And that was yet. the only person they got was Rodman. Other than that nigga, Cool Coach had been there forever. <laughs> uh, BJ Armstrong had been there forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Uh, well, Paxson for Curry. Paxson had been yeah, there been yeah, forever. Yeah. Yeah, so he had to say LeBron was that good. Scotty been there forever. Mm -hmm. So it looked like it's three. Oh, it's gonna be three to one. It's gonna be three to one. If if he was that good, we wouldn't be arguing. Mm -hmm. It's three to one.
All right, now. He's amazing. He's amazing. Yeah, I got love uh, for the cat, man. I love his, you know, he's a family man. I love all that. How he I think that's a mistake. I want you to think about this, fellas. We already settled the argument about the LeBron and mm -hmm. Jordan. It's three to one. We say Jordan, you say I'm LeBron. I'm standing on LeBron. I already you know. You standing yeah. on LeBron. Are you okay. wearing Jordans right now? Hold or whatever. Yeah, what yeah. yeah, I am. Are you wearing LeBron you're wearing or wearing Jordan? No, I'm wearing Jordan. Wearing Look at this shoe. hypocrite. that in the environments that I'm in, there's going to be beautiful women. 
it has to be a trust factor there to where it's like, yo, if I'm in a studio, if I'm out at a comedy show or something like that, it's going to be beautiful women there. Just because I'm in that vicinity doesn't mean that I'm going to necessarily partake. You know what I'm right. saying? But let's be honest, the ones that are really jealous are the hottest too, though. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And the Sometimes. most fun. Yeah. But you I ain't going to say because your mom's here. Yeah, I can't do that. Nah, he's going to say the, the real thing. jealous ones. I can't do that. Okay, this next phase right here is called Test Your Knowledge. It's a competition. So there we is are taking score, okay? <laughs> We're going to ask you questions. If you don't know the answer, just say pass. That and when you get, when the other person get answered, they can get that point. Are you ready? Do it, baby. I think so. Okay, is there any questions? No, no Google. Can I Google? No phones. <laughs> can I Google? Okay, um, I'm going to start first quick. with Mike Cano. Okay, Mike Cano, name a company, a shoe company that is not Nike or Adidas. Brooks. Bye, yeah. Yep, right there. Go. Okay, Brandon, name something you might see at a dentist's office. Oh, man, at a dentist's office? Um, what's that? I just left the dentist's office. Uh, that big light they, sh- they shine in your face. The, uh, that light. It don't no, count. Uh, X-ray. It's X-ray. 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 Picasso. Oh, Picasso. Yes. Yeah. He on the board. 
All right. Um, Mike Keno, a person that rides the horses in a professional horse racing wow, is called. Jockey? Really? You're gonna ask a short guy what okay. a jockey is? Uh, you don't think they call him? Uh, <laughs> oh, damn, like, so that's so, so y'all don't throw the nigga <laughs> on the goddamn encyclopedia questions. Okay, number four. Y'all don't throw my pivot over here. Uh, <laughs> okay, all right. Number, uh, I can't even wear jockeys because once I jump, okay. oh, oh yeah. Brandon, name the actress that starred in the most recent Little Mermaid. Oh, ooh. What's that, Chloe that, something? That's a black question. Did he say Chloe? Because I'm, 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 I'm a grown-ass man. I ain't following these young girls. Uh, I think her name is... You ain't seen Little Mermaid? No. Uh, what's her name? Chloe something? Something like that? Or is it Chloe or something? You could have at least said Ariel. <laughs> you gonna give it to <laughs> her? Say her character no. name. Yeah. What's her name? Chloe what? Okay. And she got a sister that... She, that they don't even have the answer. He be answer. knowing his name. Oh, he nah. just don't be knowing their names. Yeah. Hey, yeah, they just be knowing their names. I don't Because they so young. I don't follow them, man. Okay. I'm a hood we gonna nigga. Give it if, it ain't, if it ain't Sugi we on them... Give, if it ain't, ain't Sugi on them... If it ain't sexy... If big sexy... Sexy red. If it ain't... We ain't watching Oh, my gosh. It's Halle Bailey. Almost like Halle Berry, but yeah. Halle Bailey. Halle Bailey? Yeah. So who is the Chloe one? Is that the sister? That's the other sister. That's yeah. the sister. Mm-hmm. Now, I've seen her because she played in some movie not too long ago, and she did a great job. Yes. Yeah, so weird. I knew her the sister, but I, I and they look close. Right, it's not Chloe, but he knew who was talking about. Do we get through? We go to the first Okay, then you only got one. I, I want to earn mine. It's for yeah, the that one. No point. I want to earn mine. Okay, yeah. it was it was Halle. Halle. Halle Bailey. Bailey. Yeah. And Chloe, baby, is the boy, sister. Y'all me shit like that, boy. Okay, <laughs> this is for Mike. I got water, you got alcohol. Come on, man. This is for Mike. This is for Mike. Watch how easy it be. It's going to be hard, huh? No, this is going to be easy. Okay, Mike. Um, name a member of the Jackson 5 that is no, not Michael. Hell, uh, you see, I can actually say Tito. Exactly. <laughs> Look at that right there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah that was easy. You could have, yeah. It's fine to play. Okay. Okay, Brandon. What two numbers did Kobe wear? Uh, eight and 25. Okay. Which yeah, one was no the Uh, eight. Okay, name a cast <laughs> you member. You can edit this, right? Because if LeBron watches it, and Kobe, I'm never going to get it. Name a cast <laughs> member of any season of Saturday Night Live that is not Eddie Murphy. Name a cast member of, of Saturday Night Live any season except for Eddie Murphy. Oh, David Spade, Adam Sandler. Okay, uh, just Chris one. Rock, fine. Chris Farley. Okay, he has six, so I'm gonna do this. It's six to two. Mm-hmm. All right, let's Brandon, stop right there. Brandon, how many weeks are in a traditional month? I mean, oh, four. Okay, so he has three. We're let's gonna do stop the bonus here. round. No bonus now, round. No, <laughs> you're winning. You have five. Mike up and. Brandon, now you have three. I got three finally. Now, we're going to stop right there, and we go to the next segment, which is called Let's Go to the Bowl. Let's go to the bowl. Mm -hmm. When we go to the bowl, we deep dive. We get deeper. We get a little serious. Okay. We're a little serious with some deep We start out with some lighthearted stuff, and then we go into the bowl. I can only go so deep. All right, so let's see. Sorry, that's my water. What we got in the bowl. Okay. There's some stuff in here that we want to know. Well, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I it's know. Still got the spaghetti stains on it. The production value is what this is all about. Hey, it don't even matter because we have fun. All right, the gabagool. Let's go with this. Um, our sports fans getting too out of hand when it comes to the supporter of their favorite sports teams. Of course. Hey, man, first and foremost, if you have an argument with a nigga that represent another team, you represent a certain team. First and foremost, how about everybody look at your resume? None of you niggas is hired by that on that staff. None of them. Nobody. You had to buy your uh, sports memorabilia. You had to buy that right. jacket, that jersey. They didn't even give it to you for free. Nope. So for you to be arguing over this shit makes you look beyond stupid. People get into fights. People get killed. Oh, yeah. Oh, people be banging. Oh, Other yeah. sports teams, like, really beating people up mm-hmm. and all kind of stuff. That shows the stupidity. You're just right. going to be Raider fans this whole time? Yes. Yeah, they crazy. You're a Raider fan? Okay. Don't, don't forget the Dodgers. Raiders, Dodgers. Okay, what about you, Mike? You think people get carried away? Like, them face-painting people and people <sighs> putting on them wigs and... I come from a festive background, so I like all the festivities, but I don't like the violence. Okay, violence, but you get far. into the people that put on the stuff and paint, paint, that paint, paint I'm okay with that. I'll tell you what. That I, look at, I was a Niners fan for a long time. My best friend was a sorry um, about that. Uh, I know. My best friend was a Raiders <laughs> fan, and we would always go to the Battle of the Bowl, or Battle of the Bay up there, and it was always like at you know in Oakland. And I'll tell you what. Those Raider dudes from the Black Hole party like no other. Oh, they get lit. So welcoming and cool. Didn't matter what I was wearing. Now, of course, I bought one of them twenty dollar swap me shirts in the parking lot. Right. I put myself in black. I'm not a fool. Yeah, you're not crazy. Red around the bloods. I wear blue around the crips. All right, and I wear silver and black whenever the Raiders are playing. Right. Right. But I'm telling you, those guys were cool as hell. They would even come do um some fundraisers out in the IE with us. Mm. And these guys would show up, Raider Claws, Raider Vader, all those people. And oh, they're, cool, they're cool people. You know what I mean? Your catalytic converter might not be there when you get back to the car, but as far as everything else, they're cool they're people. This is where I stand on this. Like, I don't mind when people are cheering for their team or even wear their colors or even, like, have parties all the time for the, uh, you know, for the team or have a whole man cave decorated or whatever. But when you get mad because I don't follow that team, or you really getting irate, oh, oh, she can't be in here because she's a whatever is fan. It's like you sound stupid to me. Like you carrying it too far with your face painting, with your uh, weird wigs, mm-hmm. and uh, you know spraying your body and all that kind of stuff. Your whole face Listen. silver and stuff. I think that's crazy. Like I don't know about all that. One hundred percent. If that's what you want to do, I'm cool with all of it up till you physically get into an altercation with somebody. That's when it just makes no sense to me. Like, you are not getting paid by this team, like Brandon said. You have no loyalty to these people. You got to go buy all that paint. paint (laughs) But these people, when they team lose... They be depressed like what they makes, was really no, playing. Like, think about them. them. What makes it their the team? They're at the urinal. I've seen them push them. Like, right. literally, like, like, you are not on the team. Like, they don't know you. Like, now, the, now the football is crazy, but I don't know if y'all been to the soccer games. Yes. The soccer games is a they different level. The ref they were making a bad No, call. like, it You're gets get dangerous 
out there. Like, the Mexico soccer games, I've been blessed to go to a few, and I was on the Mexican side, you know what I'm saying? You better be. You better be talking <laughs> exactly. Dominican, bro. And right? everything was like, I was like, so Dominicano. Yeah. And they were like, I'm like, praise. Yeah. All, all of a sudden, beers coming out and stuff like that. I'm like, mm-hmm, sure. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It just shows the stupidity in people, man. You will put your, people your crazy. all and oh, crazy into the wrong thing. Something that don't even profit you. These teams don't come in your neighborhood and give these kids shoes. Never. And get these kids, you know, they don't give a turkey. They don't give you shit. Nope. It's all about profit. Has there ever been a fight at the WNBA? Yeah, because there ain't nobody there. No, no, no. No, No, I I guarantee you has. We just didn't know about it. Yeah. We had oh, no we just idea. Didn't hear about it. It was in the locker room. Right. Maybe. No, nah, it was probably on the middle of the floor. Live TV. Nobody watching. That's messed up, guys. Okay. Right. This is going out to you guys. Now you're not technic you're not single, but when you were single, um Uh-oh. I was single for I want this question addressed by real men from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. We got a little youngster here, we got a little medium, you know, there. <laughs> we got a little seasons over there. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to answer this. When a woman, when you go out on a date with her, and you had a good time and everything, and a woman ghosts you, do it make you feel bad, or do you just not even care that she just disappeared? I feel like he doesn't even know how to answer this. This is the handsome one. This is the ghoster. You know what I mean? This, this is the ghoster. I probably said some, some top-tier women a, that ain't calling back, too, though. If a bro ghosts me, man... Which, uh, I, I can't remember. Uh, but if the ball goes <laughs> me, it's a situation of you couldn't pay me to give a damn. Um, that <laughs> right. just tells me, I'm uh, like, this bro, this motherfucker got mental issues for you. You don't like me, but there's something wrong with you. Right. Yeah. So, right. You, know, you wouldn't be like, I wonder what happened to She never called me, baby. You call her and be like, hey, girl, what's going on? Because at my single and days, I was too focused. I was already wrapped up, and once I dropped you off at home, it was I was headed somewhere coming, else right. anyway. I'm so on I the move. Oh, wow, up. that's how y'all do it. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm on the move. I was see Beyonce over there with Jay-Z this whole time when she didn't call me. Oh, my gosh. Um, how does that feel? You know what? <laughs> you you you, you got to look at it from a certain standpoint, man. When you see a woman like Jay, with uh, like Beyonce with a cat like Jay-Z, you got to understand, it's all about that paper, man. When you got when you got your paper right, you are automatically handsome. And not only right, that right, that right. It's you a different saying? level of right. You know what I mean, saying? he's at the top tier of right, a rights. So he's automatically handsome. Yeah, she made a whole album about Lemonade. him cheating on her. Yeah, but yeah. she's been talking about cheating before he even cheated. Let's be no, oh like, no, no, before you like knew he was cheating. That's right. that, like you just said before yeah, we knew it in public. Yeah. She knew what was going on. Uh-huh. So, Mike, if a woman, when you were dating, um, you liked her, you took her out and everything, you're like, oh, man, I can't wait to call her. You call her up a couple times, she don't call you back. Call her again, hey, did you lose my number? Are you okay? It's Mike, whatever. And she just ghosts you. Would you be like, she didn't call me. Like, would it bother you? Or Come you on, be Mike, like, make me oh, proud, well. Mike. Make me proud, Now, tell the truth, though, Mike. We, we need make to hear this. Come on, you're pimping good. Come on, Mike. Come on, Mike. Look, he turned it red. It's, yeah, because I'm, I'm passive-aggressive. Okay. I'll find a way to hurt her in a in a very passive-aggressive way. Okay, so you like want what? revenge, like... You want revenge, like... Yeah, I'm going to hear that. Yeah, what would you do? What would you do? I, 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 I can't say nothing. 
Okay, so you have done things that you no, was pissed off. You haven't done anything. Of course, but I'm just in hypothetical land. She went back to her car and then there was like poop on the inside of her freaking you know, you, you get payback you for her not calling like, you. you know, know. Oh, I'm hey, just saying. Oh, I would never oh, do that. Hey, my you would never oh, somebody oh, might oh, do that. Oh, he he oh, been dicked Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so, so I like to play the mental game. I'll go take the batteries out of all her controls at home and and just oh, you're, like, you're the type to take the back of her earrings and just, just yeah, just, just, just you know, it just take one of her shoes. And that's why you mess up, baby, because it ain't about it ain't about. <laughs> you want her to just be confused. Put a little bit of bleach in her shampoo. Just see what. Oh happens. my God! It's about see getting back. It's about getting even, Pimpin. That's it. You don't get back, you get even. But man. do you care? Don't you wonder, like, oh, if she, it must be a mistake. Like she must be in a coma or something. Nah. If she ain't called me back, nope. you know, let me call her again. You call see. up her best friend, uh, old girl that was even that looked better than her, and you be like, you know what, baby, I'm finna go down to Cancun. I'm finna go to Cabo for the weekend, and I do want to go by myself. Right. And so when she see all them pictures of me and her home, <laughs> with coconut oh. and co- sipping cognac out of coconuts, and oh. we out here jet skiing, and we out here eating oh, prawns, and we out here but. It's going to destroy her from the inside out. And then you just and you like, know her friend going too. Her she friend going. going. No, she going. going. Oh, she going. And the thing is, you gotta hurry up and block her number before you even leave because once you leave and she see them pictures, that phone is gonna go crazy. Oh, that ghost finna show back up. It's gonna be a goddamn haunted house. It's about house to be Casper showing up. It's about to be Casper. Yeah. Just like you okay. She's about okay. to be a friendly ghost. Okay, when a girl ghosts you. Like, have you call her a couple of times and be like, what's up, girl? I had a good time, whatever. She'll call you back. You'll be like, forget you, man. Or you be like. Listen, I, I'm a three strikes you out, period, point blank. Okay. Like, if I hit you up, nothing. Okay, just like me, you might hit me up. I might be busy. If she just no respond at all or a late response, I'm already on the fence. Okay, you got two more shots. You know what I'm saying? Okay, if I respond again and then I'm not getting no play. Alright, I'm going to just leave it after that, after them three strikes. I'm going to just leave it up to whenever you feel the time, I'm going to go do what I was already doing. You know what I'm saying? Because I already got other moves to make. I just like you. Now, if you're not acting right, you don't want to do what you want to do, that's your personal business. But just know it's other people. And just like he said, when you see what's going on on the other side with your homegirl or with people that you know, because the internet is a small place. This world make it, internet make the world a small place. So she gonna see, even if you block me, even if you try not to see me, you, you gonna, gonna see me. It. You gonna see you, me. But you wanna make sure she see you or uh-uh. because it ain't even her. about her. You I, gonna see it. I right. have to make sure. You I don't. Yeah. It. it ain't about you no more. You you done. You gonna be hurt about yourself. But don't you think in your mind, like there go old girl right there. Nope. I wonder why she ain't called me back. No, I don't even talk to her. I would like if I see her, I wouldn't even talk to her. I've been ghosted before, and she stayed my friend on Facebook. I'm like, what are you doing? I like, I don't want to see you. You know, I can see you, right? Like, okay. I've I've had girls. Honestly, I've never been ghosted. I've been broken up with. I've been cheated on. I've I've been told no, but I've never been ghosted. Ghosted. That's. But a lot of girls, they do that. They go get the free meal. Kick it with a dude, mm-hmm. not even let him hit or anything. Right. And they like, okay, I got me one. She cool, whatever. Yeah. And he call her up, 
and the phone be or whatever. What you just said, <laughs> you sir were an opportunity. Right. You weren't a potential anything no. except for just an opportunity. I'm hungry. You're a goofball. I'm finna go for you. Thank you. That's it. Easy money. That's I, 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 I want to go watch this movie. You a goofball. Right. Peep this. You know right. how many girls call me after they date? That part right there. Right. <laughs> call me after they date. I'm I'm leaving Mastro's. I'll be over there. Well, stop and get me a chili cheese fry and put pastrami. Thank you. On your you way to me. See you know what I'm saying? After they date. They and go you on the date. Well, he's paying for it. Yeah, and, and he, he done, That's cold. And he That's done gave us some money and, and everything. And I know y'all do it. I know y'all ladies be doing that. Yeah. I know. Hold on. Okay. And before I knock it down, we laying in the bed and I want to hear about the whole day. Yeah. How was your night? <laughs> see? Awesome. I, I'm not mad at all. That's how y'all Oh, my God. God. Yeah. It was cool. He was no, no, no. Okay. This is the cold part. Mm-hmm. I, we should go there. I'm going to take you there because I want you to try that lobster burger. Yeah. Wow. That's so crazy. <laughs> you See, know if you got a jealous person, they'll be like, we're never eating there for the rest of our lives. Right. right. That's why I can't and do it. we with never them. run into them. <laughs> then we never crazy. see them again. Yeah. I've I, 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 I never I been ghosted, but I've been somewhere before with my wife now ran into an ex. It's like, oh, no. Oh, no. And just out, of, just out of, like, the blue, and all of a sudden, my you know, my wife's like, so... Is this just the place you bring all your bitches? Like, no, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. I yes. swear, me and her, I no, swear. I haven't no, seen no. her. That's why you messed up, because I know you got a beautiful wife. Yeah. And so what you do is, that's mm-hmm. when you wrap them arms around the wife. Right. And then you get to walking behind her, man. Wherever you at, man, you just put all that love and affection into your wife and let that ex see that and say, damn. That, that could have been, been me. Yeah. I've had exes reach out to me since I've been with my wife. So hey. I just block it. It's the best. We're not, but no, we're not this. comedians. Okay. We're usually not like Brandon, all super sexy. You know what I mean? We're known to be funny and silly and this and that. Mostly women like us because we make them laugh like they've never laughed before. Like, right. And, and, right. Then, and that, there's something beautiful to that. Like, yeah, I was going to say. how handsome he is, how much money he's got. He, don't make, he doesn't make you laugh. Like Comedy. Yeah, Brandon, I'm say, Brandon going to get him anyway, so it's going to be different for him. Well, I, I was just, I was just raised probably. in a different type of element, man. I was just raised around real, like, real peas. Real players, real hustlers, real dope boys, real gangster niggas. Like, I was raised in that, and I just happened to choose to be a comedian. So, that's my foundation. So, and it ain't even got nothing to do with that. It's just the fact that I know who I am, you know who you are. And this whole this whole thing like called life is nothing but a chess game. Yep. It's about the moves you make. And what strategy you gonna, you gonna apply to it. And so, at the end of the day, if... You looking at me as a sucker and you trying to get something up out of me, it's up to me to understand that, pay attention to it, right. adhere to it, and then play my position and then play my move. And hopefully, shit, may the best man win. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, you brought up that you're a comedian. It's about, you know, the plays you make and how you move and whatever. I want to know, I'm going to ask Mike first. As a comedian, a lot of people who know comedians don't understand how we live our lives. I want to know, you know, who do you admire and who uh, helps you to elevate or get your mind where you want to be? Or do you have anybody that you say, man, you know, I saw Martin or I saw Eddie Murphy or whoever, and that's who I thought, you know, uh, that was my point. Inspiration. Yeah, there, I don't think there was a clicking point where it was like, okay, this is the person I'm going to do forever. But I was raised on comedy. 
You, you ever look back in hindsight and you're like, oh, I was meant to do this. It was the one thing in my life I knew that was divine. My dad raised me with, like, from Laurel and Hardy to the Three Stooges to, you know what I mean, like, watching all these comedies. When I was a little kid, I used to just buy the joke books at the Scholastic Book Fair. Remember that one? I used to just mm -hmm. get that one, the Garfield, the Far Side Gallery. They were, like, I was raised with comedy and didn't even realize it, and I tried every other job and then fell into it by accident. But once it happened, it felt like the stars aligned. But, but there were certain know? comics. There was, like, a... You know, Eddie Murphy, when I first saw Raw at my buddy Binky's house, and it was, you know, I shouldn't have been watching it at that age. I was like in like fourth, fifth grade, something like that, and saw, and it was the funniest thing I ever saw. And then when I first saw Pablo Francisco, I felt like that really talked to me, his impressions. And then when I saw Joe Rogan's 2005 special, that spoke to me. His other stuff now is different, but that, that one special spoke to me. This guy, Stephen Lynch, I was downloading all this, like, uh, you know, back in the day when we used to download dirty movies on, like, LimeWire? LimeWire. Stuff like that. LimeWire. All of a sudden, this comedy, Central presents Stephen Lynch, and he was this musical comic that spoke to me. And it's funny because I recently saw him last year. And mm -hmm. he hadn't been on tour for, like, eight or nine years. And wow. when I saw him and he started singing these songs, like, I got tears in my eyes. Like, oh, my God. I didn't realize this guy was one of those stepping stones for me to become what I've become. And at the end, you know, he thought I wanted to open for him because I'm, I'm a comic. I was inspired by you. And he was just, oh, well, give me your info. I'm like, no, no, no. Dude, I just want to thank you. Like, this is my family. This is my son. This is my wife. I get to feed them because something I saw from you right. from way back in the day by accident. Okay. Online, right? okay. It was pretty cool. So there, there, there's comics like that I see that, like, changed my... Uh, Tommy Chun was one. I remember back in the day... Chun we, we, we got Chun? Chun. Tommy Chun because we got... Uh, my buddy burned a disc of the, I don't know if you remember, uh, No Limit Comedy Jam they came out yeah, with. Yeah, I remember. It was Eddie by Griffin. Yeah, Eddie Griffin. Day. And they used to just go, Burr. And I remember me and my buddy in seventh grade. <laughs> me and my brother in seventh grade used to walk around, yeah. what's up, Burr. Right. And it's like, all of a sudden I'm performing with this guy, then I'm booking this guy, and then he's hitting me. And the same thing with Eddie Griffin, man. When I first saw Eddie Griffin, I wasn't even 18. They weren't supposed to let me in the improv, but they did because we bought a big old group. It was my 18th birthday, but he was, I was, my birthday was a Monday, his was a Sunday, and they just let me in anyways, and I had a big X on my hand, we couldn't drink, and it was just next level to see that guy. And then, before you know it, you know, I was doing the, the, the marketing at the improv for a while, and then I'm backstage with him, then I'm having drinks with him, then it's like, oh, why don't you open for me at one of these shows? I'm like, ah! So, it's just, it's just really cool, and I'm sure you guys all got some experiences like that, like, oh my gosh, I'm on stage with these guys. What about you, Brandon? Oh, uh, man, oh... Uh, First time I, I knew what I wanted to do with my life is after I watched uh, The Kings of Comedy. And when Bernie Mac dropped the mic and walked off stage, I was like, I want to be that nigga right there. And that okay. Was, and I was so, I was like, that's yeah. what it is. Bernie, man. Uh, yeah. I didn't know who, you know, as most cats getting into whatever they get into, you don't know how to do it. What's the first step? You don't know shit about it. And one of my homegirls, she was like, I'm gonna find out how how you become a comedian. And then we laughing about it. She and she was like, "I'm gonna find out. You just wait." And she happened to Google uh, comedy clubs, and the J Spot pulled up. And she said she called the J Spot at the time, and she said, "Do y'all have a night for uh, for beginners?" And they said, "Yeah, it's our open mic night." And so she got all the info, and she hit me the very next day. She said, "I got you a show at the J Spot." This coming Monday, you finna get on stage. And I was like, you got to be bullshitting me. She said, nigga, I told you I wasn't playing. You finna okay. do this. And 
got out there, come to find out, um, comedian by the name of Memphis Will, which we all know. Yeah, yep. well, mm -hmm. He was running the Monday night, but he had just lost his night. I don't know how him and Jay fell out. So right. when I got there, I had like 30 people with me, too. Mm -hmm. We get there, he's standing at the bottom of the stairs with a clipboard, and he was like, let me take your info. They canceled my night, but next Monday, I'll be doing the same show at the Comedy Union on Pico. Mm -hmm. And he was like, it'll be called Rock the Mic Mondays, and he said, show up with your people, and I'll put you up. And from that moment on, man, it was it. Okay, that's what's up. What about you? What about you? I have so many stories, but like his, the person that he idolizes, Bernie Mac, I was blessed to tour with him. I toured with him. I was his opening act for four years. Okay, and he, I learned so much from him. You know what I mean? And um, even though a lot of people, it's so funny that people always be like, oh, you want. My favorite new comedian, you know, but I'm not new, you know, they right, just, right. I just have a resurgence of they say that on new, my shows, I'm like, you guys new, don't understand. New fans, <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, she's great, oh, she's my, my new favorite, you know, right. and it's people who are 25 years old, 30 years old, that uh, they weren't even born when I was doing comedy, so to me, having longevity it's really, really a great thing. And so, um, I before I started doing comedy, I did admire people like Eddie Murphy. Like, people would think I would say Richard Pryor. But to be honest, I didn't know that much about Richard Pryor. It was before Our time. family. Right. Yeah, that's before, before me. Mm -hmm. But Eddie changed everything for me in terms of what he was talking about and his stories being relatable. Having that man, you know, that's a fire, you know, talking about the fire pit and yeah, the character. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, <laughs> I didn't know that was comedy. Yeah, I so didn't funny. know, it, comedy never touched me. To be, I'm not to even put it racist, but comedy was what white people did. They told funny stories, you know what I'm saying? And people laughed. But when I saw Eddie Murphy, he was speaking to me, like, he talking about what we doing. You know, other comedians was doing stuff. But when he did Raw and the lyrics and all that, yeah, I was like, movies, wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I admired uh, Bernie Mac, of course, because he taught me so many things hands-on. He was uh, the GOAT to me. And okay? Me the well. GOAT. Yeah, Eddie yeah. Murphy, in so many ways, the acting, the characters, doing all them things in the, you know, in the movies and stuff, being all the different people and stuff. Mm -hmm. He's amazing, you know? But my mentors, my mentors were... Always, like Bernie Mac and Ronaldo Ray, you know what I mean? Ronaldo told me a lot of things, you know, and stuff like that. One of my mentors, uh, Earthquake, okay? He's doing his specials and stuff. But one of the best, I think, to do it ever, I really honestly think, uh, you know, Dave Chappelle. Oh, you yeah, know, the thing of it is, is when you get on things like this and you start naming names, it's hard because you know all of them. You know what I mean? It's you know, too. you know all of them. So, so then, when you don't say their name, oh, I guess she don't think I'm this and that. Yeah. It's not that. You know what I mean? Because Cat Williams, you know what I'm saying? But it ain't I, too many people that can fade him. I gotta say it though, none of these niggas the don't ever stand up to the <coughs> to the Mac man, like Bernie Mac the King. None of these niggas that's alive today, and a lot of them that's dead, could not hold a candle. Yeah, well, comedy is subjective. You can't right. say 
who's better and who's worse because it might just be your style. It's your style. But right. no one can deny Dave Chappelle's greatness, no matter what measure or scale. It's some of them white comedians right. that I love too. Now, one of the greatest comedians to me, y'all probably don't even know nothing about him, Rodney Dangerfield was a beach. Do you understand? Him and George Carlin. So if you study comedy, you look at comedians, like I say, you got to mention them. But then also, you got Kevin Hart and stuff who broke records of tours and who about to be a millionaire. A billionaire. You just named Rodney Dangerfield, right? Rodney Dangerfield, the call just went out there. What you mean? You think Rodney Dangerfield, I'm going to name somebody who didn't, by the great, you know, where God called him home. But, yeah, I believe if he would have got his just due, you Patrice think Rodney O'Neal? Dangerfield could have followed Rodney Whitfield? See, um, I got a thing with Rodney <laughs> Whitfield. I, I, Rodney used to scare me to death. I, I mean, he was a different type of cat. You knew Rodney? I didn't know him, but I just grew I up idolizing that type of comedy. Okay, I wish you would have. Okay, I, I wish you would have known him yeah. so that you would know what I'm. Of what you talking thinking, about? Okay. What I'm talking about? Okay. Uh, funniest guy. Funniest guy. Because he seemed to be what Rodney Dangerfield was. He he was that. He was a stronger, more outspoken, just black version. Does his style? Yeah. His style was like Rodney Dangerfield. Mm-hmm. It was quick with it, and it was kind of, um, Rodney Dangerfield didn't really get his voice until he put on that little tie. At first he had a voice, but it wasn't really gelling together. But once he started wearing that signature thing, that little tie, mm-hmm. it made him feel like he okay. was Superman. It was his suit, you right. know? And the same thing with Rodney Winfield. When he put that the hat on. Hat. And that the little sailor, sailor hat. And the sailor It was the same thing. Yep. It made him feel like now I'm Superman, I take it off, I'm Clark Kent, you know what I mean? And you let him put that hat on, get his little drink and whatever else he want to have. Whatever else. It, it, you know. I knew it was some it whatever, was no, I knew that was, now. It was I knew some that whatever was else. You can tell him by the way he was doing it. It wasn't nobody going to stop him. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people don't know nothing about these people. Right. But you got to give but them their just dues, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. For some people, it was Martin. Martin paved the way for so many new I'm talking about young urban comedy. Okay, it's just hard to watch. I created Eddie Murphy because that was my era. Right. Right right after that, then you had the hot dude coming out of D.C. Young man doing his own show, doing his own special, putting his name on everything. Martin Lawrence presents and stuff. He was teaching these little youngsters that they can do it too. Coming out of the D.M.V. Coming out of D.C. So it's a whole bunch of people. If you ask them, the newer comedian. They gonna say Martin because Martin changed a whole bunch of stuff yeah, by putting positive saying. images. Yeah. People might say negative. Oh, he cursed too much or whatever. You know what? Cut all that out because what he did was great. He had a black girlfriend that he loved, right? And then not one of them episodes we didn't see him cheating, having another woman or nothing. Putting his hands on. He always talk crazy. Oh, get the step and she tried to do, oh no, no, please, please, yeah. please, please. <laughs> yes, he showed that he loved that black woman <laughs> and, and he took woo, care woo, of woo. <laughs> I can't say nothing but good things about him. Yeah, yeah. I mean and an action star, dude. I believe him in bad boys. Yeah, because he played it too well, yeah. man. It was like I'm borderline. Like I'm with the business, but damn, do we really have to do this? Yeah, he was like a little out of shape, a little too old. Yeah, a little out of shape. Man, listen, yeah, just like, I'm gonna talk about comedy all yeah. day. 
you guys are great comedians and it's good to admire people or whatever, but it's also to uh, have the key to everything. It's having your own voice. That's right. A lot of people come to me, young comedians come to me, tell me, oh, uh, I watched you on Comic View when I was so-and-so and I wanted to do that. Okay, good. I inspired you, but just like your parents want you to do, they want you to do better than them. I yeah. want you to inspire for more. It's comedy, a lot of people don't study comedy. The way they should. They don't know the history of stuff. That People part. think they could just jump on there on the internet and, and uh, you know, oh, they're a comedian because they did some, uh, you know, crazy video or something like that. After but it's a history. Comics right. too, though. Right. A lot of people don't understand that. Like a lot of these funny videos or people's bits or real comedian stuff that just said, oh, that's funny. Let's put it in the video because I got to follow it. Yeah, I admire the women. I admire any woman that has uh, gotten on stage. Because there's, for so long we didn't have a voice. You know right. what I mean? People say, oh, do you admire Moms Maybe I don't really know nothing about Moms Maybe. I know who she is. I've heard her material. But I don't relate to her because that's not me. That's the only right. female comedian that I looked up to totally or thought about right. was Whoopi. Mm -hmm. And not because of her stand-up. Mm -hmm. It was because of her Broadway show where she did all them characters and stuff. And she had locks. And she was a black woman. Right. And uh, I admire her career, movies and all that, what she doing and stuff like right. that. Your sister well, acting and all that. I'm like, okay, that's that's what's up right there. And she accomplished a lot. So we're going to go into uh, getting to know you. And I want you to tell me some of the things you're working on. Also give your social media. And then we're going to close with one more powerful question. And then we're going to go. All right, so Brandon... Uh, without giving dates or anything, you can say, I'm going to be at so-and-so next week, or I'm working on a film, whatever the case may be, and give uh, out your social media. Go ahead, Brandon. Uh, this Friday, man, I'll be at my spot in Carson, uh, the Laugh Lounge Comedy Club, man, that's 22005 Main Street in the city of Carson. Uh, me, Alex Thomas, uh, Sizzle C, and funny, very funny, Miss Carly Carr. Uh, so that's this Friday night, uh, 9 p.m., uh, other than that, when I leave there, man, I'll be on the road for the next two, two to three weeks. And uh, social media, you can find me at Comedian, uh, you can find me at, what's, uh, what's that, Instagram and Facebook, Comedian Brandon Wiley. B-R-A-N-D-O-N-W-I-L-E-Y, all together, Comedian Brandon Wiley, that's it. That's what's all up. Right. And Brandon, you got to see him live, man. This guy knows how to entertain a lot. I appreciate it. For sure. Yeah, yeah, he did take to the next level. I see you, I see you out here. Yeah, I haven't you know, seen him in a minute, man. Level. And I saw him at oh, your no, church he, show yeah. after I did all that crowd work, and then he yeah. went up and did a bunch of crowd, just killed on top. I was like, oh, oh my yeah. gosh, try to man. Yeah, it's hard though when someone does a lot of crowd work and you jump in like, okay, you, I'll do crowd work too. The thing still, of it with still him, just make it. But my thing was, I've always learned this though. I'm like, it ain't about, it ain't about competing. It's not a competition. Yeah. If you have set the ways, all I got to do is come and ride it. Right? Yeah. And a lot of cats don't get that. They like, okay, he done went out there and smashed. So now, yeah, now they get shook. They get shook. And so yeah. in their head, I got to go out here and do better than him. No, you don't. You need to ride that way. Right. Right. Man, you wrote it. it. That's it. it. You were, that's why I was like, man, yeah. the, the maturity of you as a comic, you just ride But if, if you see him now, the thing with this is like, I like, if I'm about growth and I'm about sharing the wealth. If I could put you in a position of something, like a lot of people don't even know all the things I actually do. And I do that on purpose. But 
the point is, this dude, he just been growing and he put the work in. And even when people tell him, oh, he's so great, he still be like, I could do better than this. And he gets yeah, better yeah, no, and better and better. Yeah. The smartest yeah. person in the world is the one who realizes that he doesn't know everything. And you can tell which comics get better every year, man. Yep. Exactly, and that's why he growing and elevating and everybody else staying right there and doing nothing but hating on him. I see you, boy. I see you. That's why he has yeah. spikes on his shoes to step on the Oh, he keeps right. spikes on his shoes. <laughs> he keeps spikes. So tell me what's, what you got going um, and give me your social media. Okay, social media for me is Mike Cano, LOL. M-I-K-E-C-A-N-O. It's, I'm, I'm Latino, like Chicano. I just don't speak Right. And what you got coming up? Fourth generation. Uh, just finishing up our baseball season. I'm the MC, uh, the on-field MC for the 66ers. We're the single affiliate to the Angels. Okay. Uh, three okay. seasons. I've gotten yeah. to go over and do some guest stuff at Dodger Stadium, which is nice. I'd love to go over there and do some more Angel Stadium. Right. Um, when I'm not in baseball season, I do comedy for everything you could possibly think of. Sure, I've got the you know improvs. Country clubs, stuff like that. But I also do senior communities. We have school assembly programs that are coming back now that school's in. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of fundraisers for sports teams and comedy for big corporate events and even small backyard birthday roasts. I am doing. Uh, I'm working with IEHP, which is the Inland Empire Health Plan. Okay. And we're doing all kinds of mental health stuff throughout the year now, whether it be um, comedy night, a magic night. Uh, Kids story time, juggling, DJs, like anything you could possibly think of. That's so dope. I do all the comedy, do all that stuff. I MC a lot, and I'm uh, I've kind of diversified a lot to do any type of comedy for any type of thing. Okay. Yeah, Mike As turned. You know, in, we got some Mike, Mike pimped the game, and he turned his into a business yeah, to more. where he provides a service that would never go out of style. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so he offers his services, and he does sometimes. I'll be at a show with him. He got two or three shows going on that same night. Yeah. You know what I mean? He'll have somebody else host it. Then he'll host the one that he wants to do. And to me, he's just bringing it out there because he's working with his purpose and trying to do uh, and find his audiences, and right. they're loving it. And the most important thing was, because I was trying to do comedy for me when I first started, and I think I hit a maturity thing. Like, he's got that maturity with his material. Mm -hmm. Like, I hit, I, I, there was one point where it hit where I realized it wasn't about me. It's Thank about you. them. Yeah. So it wasn't mm -hmm. about the shows I wanted to do and just I'm only comfortable on improv stages. and they, Like, no, I just, everyone deserves to laugh. So then came the senior homes and communities and military stuff and school assemblies. It's A lot of comics would go there and freak out. It's not the same comedy club laughter, but it is laughter. Right. They're having a great time. You know, so that's what I've been able to do with all that stuff. And I'm going to continue to develop that. Anything you can add comedy to, we do golf tournaments. I'm, I'm talking about anything. If I, I got to go back on my Instagram and start getting all these together and just kind of put it all on the website so people can see. But it's all over the place, man. So, to yeah. me, the main thing I like about what Mike does is that he performs himself, but then he provides work, you know, for a lot of comedians. He's booked me on several things and right. stuff. So, that's a good thing. You know, he's that's doing right. his thing. He's sharing the wealth and plus uh, creating bookings for himself. What about you, uh, Noble One? You work with a lot of big artists and stuff like that. You're always around all these beautiful women and all this kind of stuff. Uh, on, I mean, it's almost like you ain't even, it ain't like you ain't even hey, working. Hey. You know, um, working with a lot of universal artists right now. I'm not going to really say who, but, you know, different mm -hmm. universal music artists. Mm -hmm. uh, finishing up their albums and stuff like that. Engineering and albums. my album. I'm yep. finishing and up my album, album y'all. Right. We promised that I'm going to finally finish. I'm going to write them songs, and um, number one is doing my tracks. Yep, sure am. 
that's pretty much it. Yeah. Alright, we're going to go with um, one final question and then we're going to close with final words. Okay? Yeah. And you just give your little, what you want to, your little gem or pearl of wisdom and then we're going to close it out. Yeah, Alright, fellas? Yes, indeed. Okay. Um, so, the last and final question will be uh, what would you do if you could not do what you loved? What would you do if you could not do what you loved? I'm going to answer. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know what I would do if I couldn't do what I love, but I know I would be very unhappy. So, I love uh, spreading love. I love spreading laughter. I love the friends that I've met in com in the comedy game. I'm a writer. I make more money uh, writing than I do anything else. I'm a screenwriter. Uh, if you Google me and, and you see it, it doesn't even say I'm a comedian because I have more accolades in the writing than I do anything else. But I never tell people that, so they always look for something different. But I've had a beautiful life. I have a wonderful Life doing stand up, doing writing, doing acting, doing you know, uh, booking people on things, and it's absolutely so. Not, if you couldn't do that, I'm saying if I couldn't do it, I would be a very sad and, and lonely person. No, but what would you do? I would do if I couldn't do comedy and all that, maybe I would be a teacher. Like hmm. in a public school, just like a teacher? Um, like probably, yeah, like English teacher. Okay. Or history or something like that. Elementary school. Elementary school, okay. Yeah, because I let my mom was, you know. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah, I talked to you like like you were not, you're not. I see, that, I, I heard Like that wasn't before. your grandmother. Yeah, I heard But, that. yeah, my mom was a teacher, and I have that in me. I work well with, you know, um, kids. So I probably would do that, but I don't think I would be happy just doing that. What about you, Mike? Yeah, there's a there's a slight sadness that was always there with every job I had or career, even even the pleasurable ones, until I came to comedy. Mm -hmm. And that's why I feel like it's my purpose. Okay, that's fully fulfilled. But I would probably be a sad gigolo. Um, without it, <laughs> and I would stand outside, thunder from down under. Girls mm -hmm. were all worked up and be like, "Come on, come ladies, on, come on, baby. take some of this home. This is a to-go package." Unless yeah, they ghosted it. you, and then you um, bust their windows out their court. <laughs> nah, he put the poor bleach. Yeah. He, he, he put thunder from down under. I'm aftershocks. He gonna put the poop on their door handle. Little aftershocks. Let's do this. That's right. Long as they don't ghost you, they cool. Yeah, they good. He crazy. What about you, B? Oh, man, if I couldn't do what I love to do, what would I do? She had figured out a way to do what I goddamn want to do. Yeah. I spend all my time figuring out what I have to do to be able to do what I want to do, shit. Other than that, ain't, 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 ain't no second option for me, man. Mm. I don't believe in no I don't believe in no parachute. Okay, so you would have figured it out. So they I'm told gonna, you you I'm can't do it? Yeah. You gonna figure it My out. Granddaddy said, "Listen, man. Only the only person that can stop you from doing what you want to do is you." So if they said you can't never do no comedy or nothing in entertainment, I'm gonna again, find out who they is, and they ass gonna all disappear. He and, said, and that door gonna be wide no, open. You just again. gotta pay a billion dollars. That's all you gotta do. Pay a million to do comedy. A billion. A billion. Yeah. 
Well, I gotta find something to rob to where I can get rid <laughs> What if they paid you a billion to never do it again, though? I'm gonna take the money. And then I'm gonna <laughs> and, 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 and then they're gonna be like, oh, we told you not to do it. I'm gonna be back out here in these streets. We want our money back. I was like, good luck. Good luck. Spent. I done broke bread with the homies. My family straight. <laughs> said, I, I, I cashed this I done spent it all. I think you I got 300000 left. You can have that. Well, we're going to go with some final words. This was a great show. Um, I'm glad that I was able to get to know you guys on a personal level. Also, we're going to give Mike Cano props for winning the challenge. I want to okay. give Mike props too, Mike. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't feel like that's a real thing. Even though they gave Mike all easy yeah. questions. No, no, we're going to do, no, in honor of you, we're going to give you questions to see if you can catch him. Listen, and it's only going to be you. It's <laughs> only going to be you. It's only going to be you. Boy, this is about to be some deep. Listen, Tyson, Neil deGrasse type shit. Boy, I got to know the world. <laughs> and you go and tell you miss. Okay, okay, okay. If you miss, Speaking right now he has, he has four, right? It's five to but three. Five to three. I'm always five the greatest and the best man. No, let's do it. Five to three. Okay. Um, what is the name of the cowboy toy in Toy Story? O.G. Woody. Okay. Okay. We play a partner. Okay, okay. it's five four. Not okay. only was he the cowboy, he was the leader of the bunch. But, but wait a minute. He knew Toy Story, but he didn't know Little Mermaid. Says I don't he did little, little, little Mermaid. Shit. I don't know his. Here I don't. I don't know That's Pixar. Pixar okay. got all the hot <laughs> shit. Yeah, Toy Story, old school. That's yeah, us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. In um, Story Time, whose nose grew longer and longer every time he lied? Oh, you talking about OG Pinocchio? Oh, you know what I'm saying Pinocchio. In the commercial on American television. On American, American television. television. You weren't even around. Uh uh-uh, uh, I'm finna go for it. Okay, go That's for the win. And, 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 and I know I'm wrong, but my spirit is telling me to shoot this shit. You I'm finna go with so. Teddy Ruxpin. No! Oh, oh, that was a good one. Marbles. Marbles? No. 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 It was. Mr. Potato Head. Mr. Potato Head yep. ain't shit compared to Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> wait, wait, Teddy Mr. Head. Potato Head? But they had like old school marbles and jacks and stuff. Yeah, no, but, but they, 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 didn't, they didn't have to advertise those on a commercial. This was where they had a commercial. That was probably the first story, just like and the Mr. Potato Head with the little thing. Wait a minute, so Mr. Potato Head is older than Teddy Ruxpin? Yeah. yeah. Teddy Ruxpin is really, relatively new. No, like, not, no. Uh-uh, baby. No, but no, it no, ain't no... You know what, according to Miss Potato Head... It ain't no Mr. Potato Head sleep type. Head came out. Now they have Miss Potato Well, nowadays they have Mr. Mrs. Potato mm. No, they just got Potato Head. You choose. Yeah. 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 It's not Mr. Potato Head. telling me to go for that, though. I felt We got 30 seconds each, and we out. Okay? You gonna give some words of encouragement to... Everyone, Brandon, what do you want to leave as your last words? Oh, my last words would be um, love yourself. Take care of you. You can't do shit if you ain't on point. Right. Uh, uh, go that extra mile. Never never cheat, cheat yourself. Treat yourself. Do whatever you got to do to make sure that you feel like you are the most important person in the world to you. Spoil yourself. 
uh, just overlove yourself, man. Because once you are at your height and you and you feeling amazing, then you can be the best you that it would take to be able to take care of your people. Right. That's amazing. Mike? You're having me go off to Jerry Springer's final thought? Yes. That was perfect. Okay. um, You can just say bye then. No. Bye. 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 LOL. All this thunder from down under, all this stuff, when it's all said and done, I love my wife. Love you, baby. And um, uh, get some laughter in every single day. People don't, you know, people treat it like it's it's a delicacy, like it's a dessert, like it's a treat. No, every day, brush your teeth, get some comedy in. You know what I mean? Make it's your the bed. Best medicine you can ever you have. You gotta put that in your daily practice if you're ever gonna be happy with your life. Whether it's YouTube comedy, anything in between. I like that. Right. Yep. I like that. Oh, that's beautiful, right there. You got to yeah. laugh, man. That I feel like medicine. I feel like a lot of people are too uptight and too tight nowadays. Sensitive. You know what yeah, what let's saying? call it what it is. Yeah, like it's just Sensitive. like it's a lot of comedy just in like random stuff that's happening. Like I walk down the street and I see comedy in it, and other mm-hmm. people might see. You know, because they so goddamn sensitive with a capital T, right? Sensitive. <laughs> yeah. So I really like that one. Yeah, that's perfect, right there. Get a lot of you got every day. Have life. a tablespoon of laughter. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. At least. Mm-hmm. Well, my words, um, final words are gonna be, um, love what you do, and do what you love. Come on. Because if you can do that, then that makes the world go round. It's not about how much money you make doing it. It's that that's... Most people are not really living. They're just existing. Because they want to do what they love, but they can't. How many people are doctors or lawyers and they really want to be a comedian? How many are successful uh, teachers or surgeons or something and they really just wanted to dance on Broadway, you know what I mean? And it's hard to live that life even though you're successful in other arenas when you really wanted to be this, but you did that for the money or for the family or for whatever the case may be. So love what you do, do what you love, love, and don't be apologetic about it. This is what I do. This is what I love. And that's what I'm going to do till I to the day they throw dirt on me. You know what I'm saying? And that is what it is. What? Well, mine's is uh, talk to your people. Stay in contact with your people, all your loved ones, and all the people you truly care about. Make sure you contact them and stay in touch with them. Because I feel like a lot of people are losing contact, you know, over the years with friends that they had. Just because life happens. But make sure you stay in touch with your people. Show people that you care about. Give them their flowers while they can still smell them. Make sure you take care of your people. Like, Mom, I love you. You know what I'm saying? I love you, too. You so, already know. You know what I'm saying? It's always about that. You know what I mean? So, take care of your people. And I think but, we can all agree, too, put more fans in your podcast studio, right? Right. You guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all going to open up a podcast studio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he meant fan fans. fans. He's no, talking about fans. I meant physical oh, fans. Well, I know. Like, well, we couldn't turn it on <laughs> because of the sound. But anyway, we hot up in here. I'm hot already. <laughs> Thursday on. This, this is, is where I, I stand. stand.